0: Welcome to the Aspiring Hypnobirthing Instructor Podcast. I'm Liz Stamford, your host, owner of the Calm Birth School, hypnobirthing instructor, hypnobirthing trainer, and positive birth believer. Well, let's get started on the topic I want to discuss today, which is boundaries. Boundaries. Boundaries between you and your client. And that's not just boundaries for you to protect yourself. It's also boundaries for them as well. And sort of being respectful of where the boundary lies with the client birthing instructor relationship. So this is something I know um, a lot of people ask me, you know, they they think, oh, am I going to get really involved? Am I going to worry about these people? Am I going to, um, you know, make too?" some people honestly worry about making too many connections and too many friends and not being able to maintain those relationships. So let's just have a little think and a little discussion about that. So I think, Creating healthy and appropriate relationships with your hypnobirthing clients can be so, so beneficial to the work that you do. And before entering into that arrangement with them, before engaging them in work that they're going to pay you for, it's really clear, it's really important, sorry, to be very clear about your role and any limitations that there are there so you're already creating a boundary there you're sort of saying i'm a hypnobirthing instructor basically the limitations there are that you won't give anyone any medical advice because you're not a medical professional unless you are actually Um, and you won't deliver any uh, bespoke hypnotherapy sessions because you're not a trained hypnotherapist Other things as well you might want to be clear about are that you're not a counsellor or a psychologist, so you can't offer therapy in that way. But you can, of course, be someone who can listen and who can be a sounding board as well. But being clear about what your remit is and what you are there to do is very, very important. Making sure that your clients Understand your role as a hypnobirthing instructor and the scope of the services that you provide as well. So by having that conversation with them, or well, it doesn't even need to be a conversation, it can be something that is written into your terms and conditions or your contract that you'll give them, which they will, you know, read before signing so that they 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 understand that, but you can also reiterate it throughout. The course or at different times throughout the the time that you're working with them. And then that should really help to avoid any confusion or any unrealistic expectations as well. It is important to also discuss what their expectations and what their goals are as well. So before starting to deliver the hypnobirthing content, it is important to discuss with your clients what their expectations and their goals might be. So this might be something again that you might collect beforehand. So included in your terms and conditions, you might also have a form which they need to complete. And on that form, you could ask them you could ask them questions which would help you to understand what their expectations are and what their goals are as well and then something else which i always like to do when especially when i'm teaching a group is to ask what do they already know about hypnobirthing and quite often i'll gather that information from them and I'll write it up on on a whiteboard or somewhere where they can very visually see it. Um, And then I'll ask them as well, what do they want to know? So what is it that they're coming to my hypnobirthing course or classes for? What is the the thing, the burning thing that they need to know, what would make them feel so much more confident and comfortable if at the end of the course they went away knowing how to deal with X, Y or Z or how to understand X, Y or Z. And so I collect all of that information and I feel then that that really helps me to understand where their level of understanding is when it comes to hypnobirthing, where their expectations are. And so we can have a discussion around that. And also it helps me to keep us on track throughout the whole course. So I will go back to that piece of paper that I've written it all on, or the whiteboard or the the flip chart, etc. periodically throughout the course. And so that we can tick things off that we've covered so that I feel like we're on course, but also so that they can see and feel like they are getting what they paid for, and all the information that they crave and what that you know that they really want as well. It is also important to maintain professionalism. I don't mean you know turn up in a suit and um, you know be very stiff and formal. I mean keep that professional demeanor with your clients and avoid kind of getting too personal, I guess. That doesn't mean that you can't establish a good rapport with them and you can't uh, have a great relationship with them. It just helps to establish that you're the professional or the expert. You're the one who is the teacher, who's giving the instruction, if you like, and who is setting the expectation in terms of what they need to do in order to reach their their goals in terms of the kind of birth experience that that they want to um, that they want to actually have and rapport is is so important that's something that we discuss on the calm birth school hypnobirthing course we have a unit about rapport and my trainees actually go out and practice rapport and then they report back because it's something very key that you do use during teaching and if your rapport is off with somebody, which is, doesn't mean that you're like an unfriendly person or you're bad at rapport building, and it doesn't mean anything about the other individual either. It's just something to notice and be aware of and address, because often if the rapport is off and you, you might find that your clients aren't investing time in practicing their breathing in listening to their mp3s in doing the things that they set out to do or the things that they um they you know they want that they have said that they want to do in order to achieve the positive experience that they are working towards so that is something to maybe consider in the future once you've trained to teach hypnobirthing if you do find that just check in on your rapport with the client if they're they're not investing time in their um, practice. Also, respecting personal boundaries for your client as well. So it's not just about you building boundaries, it's about them as well and what they're comfortable with. And I think, you know, when you're collecting information from people... You know, even if it's not written down on a piece of paper, if it's information that's being given to you, making sure that you are a confidant and that you are um, not passing that information on anywhere else and avoid asking questions that are too personal. Allow them to set the boundary in terms of what they wish to share with you and what they wish to tell you. And communicating clearly as well, right from the beginning, right from the moment that you engage this client, communi- communicating with them about what it is you're offering, what they're paying for what you're going to be able to provide to them and what the outcome is going to be as well. So at the Calm Birth School, we are very clear that we we cannot promise a certain type of birth. You know, so if if somebody comes to us and they're saying, you know, my goal is to achieve a calm, uh, pain-free birth, well, It's not completely off the table. It's not like that's never going to happen. And of course, we can teach them and show them things that will increase the chances of this happening. But we cannot guarantee that they are going to experience exactly what they want. But it's still so important that they explore what it is that they want to have. And then throughout the teachings within the course, they'll be able to see how they can apply what you're showing them and what you're teaching them to any kind of experience that they find themselves in. So even if it isn't a pain free experience, even if it doesn't, even if they wouldn't describe it as calm, they will get to the end of that experience and be able to see how they applied everything that you taught them to make that situation as positive as possible for them. It's also important to consider the resources that you're going to provide to your clients as well and understanding what it is that they're going to get that is going to help them as they progress through the hypnobirthing course with you um, and that they actually get that as well. So that might be things like a book, MP3s, um, handouts, it might be sending them birth videos. It might be checking in with them every week, setting them different tasks, following up to see how they go on with the tasks. If you promise to uh, send them some information that you know they said, oh, I'd really like to know more about X, Y, or Z, that you send them some information that you said you would. Um, and always doing what you say that you will do for your clients. But that also being within your boundary. So obviously, if you have a busy life and you don't want people texting you or WhatsApping you whenever they want to, then um, you, you also need to be clear about that. Or you could set a boundary as simple as you are welcome to WhatsApp me with any questions. But please bear in mind that I am a mom of three. I run my own business. um, And you might also add to that. And I also, you know, work during the week for somebody else, etc. So they understand that you're busy, but you'll do your best to come back to them whenever you get that opportunity as well. Overall, Setting healthy boundaries with hypnobirthing clients is really important and essential to creating that lovely, safe and supportive environment which will help them to learn more easily, will help them to trust you and what it is that you're telling them and encouraging them to to practice and to do Um, and all around for everybody it, it really helps to make the relationship feel very clear another thing that I think is really important when it comes to clients which is along the same sort of lines is getting feedback because this can help you to understand you know are your boundaries in the right place um, when it comes to your clients are you providing what they want and feedback as in it, really asking them If they're getting if they got or if they're getting what they need from you and taking that feedback and applying it to, you know, future courses and always looking to tweak and improve what you're doing, because ultimately that will make you an even better teacher and it will make you an even better business owner. So that was short and sweet today. I hope that you found that helpful. If you have any questions or any comments then please do come over to Instagram and drop me a DM. I am at the calm birth school. It would be lovely to chat to you. so all that's left for me to say is thanks for listening to the episode this week I will be back next week with another little tidbit for you to um, absorb to help you understand more about training to teach hypnobirthing and understanding More about what it is like. So, if you have any comments or thoughts about my podcast, then feel free to head over to Instagram. I'm at the Calm Birth School. Send me a DM, and I'd love to connect with you. Or if you would like to learn more about my training course, I will put a link in the show notes so that you can. Check it out. And from that page, you will be able to apply for the course or book a call with me. So it would be great to be able to speak to you soon. Have a great week.